Welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. My name is Donnacko Mahoney. I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram and TikTok pages. On today's show, I'm joined by Dr. Anne Dealey, who's the founder of MedEntry. Dr. Anne is a dermatologist currently working in private practice and she talks about MedEntry and the HPAT and gives some tips for students sitting the HPAT in 2022. Okay, so I'm joined by Dr. Anne Dealey. Dr. Anne, you're very welcome onto the Leave and Sir Guidance podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Well, that's brilliant. And can you tell us a little bit, uh, Anne, about your career in medicine? Yeah, sure. So I uh, studied medicine in Melbourne, Australia, and I uh, studied at Monash University. Um, I was lucky enough to get a scholarship to study medicine there because partly because I did so well in UMAT. So UMAT is exactly the same test as HPAT, um, and I ended up doing quite well in that. So I got a scholarship, and then I decided I wanted to do dermatology. So I uh, trained in various hospitals across Melbourne and also in Singapore for six months. And when I graduated, I've been working, um, I've worked at various couple of public hospitals in Melbourne, as well as in a private clinic. And I've also been lucky enough to work at um, three hospitals in Cork. So South Infirmary, Victoria University Hospital uh, being the main one, but I've also worked at Cork University Hospital and Bantry Hospital out in West Cork, which wow. is fantastic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to slip into your resume there of uh, being in Ireland as well. So you spent a little bit of time in Ireland? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I lived there for a long time. Um, and my husband's actually a balanced fiddle boy. So yeah, right. we lived over there. Well, I had an idea yeah. that Dealey was a very Irish surname, all right? Uh, so it's, yeah, it's probably a bit uncommon, but yeah, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> um, so what exactly then is MedEntry? Uh, so MedEntry is basically an educational organisation that helps students get into medicine. So in Ireland, we help students with the HPAT, um, but we also operate in Australia, New Zealand and the UK, where we prepare students for a test called UCAT um, and also interviews. Brilliant. So you created MedEntry alongside your brother. Uh, so what prompted you to do so? Yeah, so when uh, my brother Ray and I were preparing to sit the UMAT, which is the predecessor to the HPAT, um, we were trying to look around for some quality resources, but we just found that there wasn't very many and the ones that were there were quite poor quality. So we thought, you know, we could do a better job than this. So we tried um, with a focus and an emphasis on high quality resources. Um, And I think in our first year, we might have had about 10 or 15 students. And then we just grew through word of mouth, really, from people just saying, hey, check out these guys, MedEntry. Um, and now we're in four countries. So it's pretty incredible. Um, certainly not something we expected. But I think, you know, when you do put out a quality service like that, people do become. Yeah. And it's my, and, and we're even by word of mouth here in Ireland, as a guidance counsellor, when I'm talking to students, uh, they often say, no, MedEntry is what I use to prepare, which is great. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously, MedEntry helps students in Ireland prepare for the HBAR. But I suppose... How exactly does it do that? Um, So we do it through various means. So I think primarily through the online learning platform that we offer, which provides these exams that simulate the HPAT experience um, in terms of the difficulty and types of questions. And then there's sort of a a worked structured curriculum, um, including video guides and kind of um, written, written resources. And then you can also have a workshop um, which usually run by myself. And then you also have um, tutoring 
And we also offer weekly grinds or weekly classes that are run by students who have excelled in, H- in HPAT, achieving 100th percentile. Oh, brilliant. And so say for Irish students, because the majority of, uh, of Leaving Cert students will be listening to this. So say they're, they're trying to research uh, a preparation uh, course. What should they be looking for uh, that, that would be beneficial to them most? Um, I suppose the most important thing is the HPAD is a very difficult test. Um, and it actually is a very difficult process to create difficult questions that accurately simulate the test. So I think you need to look and make sure that the resources you're using are an accurate representation of the test. Um, Working on questions that are too easy will mean you'll sit the exam and just be shocked by the difficulty, which, to be honest, most students who haven't done any preparation are completely shocked on the day of the test. So I would say the most important thing is to look for that sort of quality um, and look for experience, obviously, in in, um, in teaching of HPAT. I mean, Mid-Entry has been around for 20 years before HPAT was even introduced. Um, teaching for UMAT, um, I suppose those would be the main things to look for. And so you mentioned kind of the test and, and how surprised students uh, will be sitting the test. What's it like sitting the HPAT test? Because you're obviously an expert in HPAT. What exactly is it like? Yeah, it's, it's very different. It's very different to school and university exams. Um, it's not at all related to knowledge. You don't have to have any knowledge going into HPAT. It's all skills-based. So things like critical thinking, um, empathy, abstract reasoning, um, those those sorts of skills. And it is extremely time pressured. Um, Even students who get the highest scores in the country every year, even the student who got the highest score I've ever seen, which is about 261 um, in the HPAT, he didn't finish it. (laughs) He had to guess some questions. So it's really, really time pressured. Um, And it's, it's very different. It is a multiple choice question exam, so it's completely multiple choice. And it's usually delivered on paper, in paper format. However, obviously, because of COVID last year, it was run online. Um, ASA has not yet released. ASA is the organisation that kind of creates the HPAT and administers the HPAT. They haven't yet released information about HPAT 2022, whether it will be run online or in person. So just going back to what you said there, a student got 261 in their HPAT. Yeah, so it's out of 300, but we've never seen 300. Well, I've only um, met close... one person that got over 200, so 260 yeah. is just outrageous. Yeah, outrageous, yeah, yeah. So that was a student, I think, back in 2016, um, lovely guy, uh, who's now, I think, he must be a doctor. Yeah, he must have finished medicine by now, I'd and say. He obviously did med entry. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he actually, I remember speaking to him and I was speaking and obviously I asked him, you know, how did you do so well? And he said, I actually didn't care about the HPAT because I was in the GAA grand final and all I cared about was doing well in that final. Um, I think he was playing for his, like his county maybe. And that's all he cared about. So he went into the HPAT, not, not stressed at all because, yeah. you know, he thought, well, I'm just going to do my best. And he got the highest score we've ever seen. Yeah, if he could so bottle those feelings and sell them for people going into <laughs> where you're not too nervous, he'd be a wealthy man. Um, so this it. is kind of a tricky question. And maybe from your experience with speaking to students like that, how much time should students give to the preparation of the HPAT? You know, considering that they're doing the leave insert side by side with the HPAT. Yeah, look, it is a really, really busy year, um, you know, with leaving cert and HPAT. So it's a, there's a lot on your plate. We generally recommend about 10% of study time should be should be spent on HPAT preparation. So say you're studying for 25 hours in a week, then maybe 2.5 hours 
you will dedicate to HPAC preparation, maybe in one or two study sessions per week. You don't have to study every day. I think it's probably unnecessary. And I think if you do that, you might start getting sick of it and you really don't want to get sick of it. Um, it's a test where you need to have a really positive mindset to do well. So uh, maybe closer to the HPAT, you might increase that a little bit. Um, but in the last one to two weeks before HPAT, I certainly recommend tailing down your preparation. Um, cramming is more harm, does more harm than good. Um, instead, you should be focusing on your psychological, emotional, physical health um, in order to do well. I like that. Cramming does more harm than good and 10% of your study time. That's really good advice for students uh, who are listening. So you did mention that students who haven't done much preparation for the HPAT are quite shocked when they get into the exam. Is it possible to do well in the HPAT without using a prep course? Uh, I think it's possible. I think it's extremely unlikely. Um, Certainly the people that I've seen who have excelled um, have all been doing practice consistently over a period of time. I think it's definitely possible, though. I think I've heard of one or two people over my many years who have done really well and did very little to no preparation. And I would probably put them in the um, category of being geniuses, um, maybe brilliant people. Uh, but for the most of us, including myself, you would certainly need to do preparation for such a difficult test. Remember that HPAP is so different because you're being compared against other people who want to study medicine. And everyone who wants to study medicine is naturally quite smart, um, quite intelligent. So, you know, it is that's why it is such a difficult test and so difficult to do well without, you know, proper preparation. Brilliant. Now, I had a look at the MedEntry website and all before kind of a bit of research in, in preparation for this conversation. And what it has to offer, I was really impressed with the resources, including the planner section, where you can drop and drag uh, revision drills and questions into your calendar. I absolutely love this. And I thought if I could have something like that when I was studying, I would have been so much more prepared. But even little things like doing questions under time constraints. Now, I've seen some questions where you have a clock on the side and you're having mm. a look or uh, doing questions uh, on the MedEntry app, which I thought was brilliant. So yeah. if you're sitting in, in on the bus on your way to school that you can be doing a couple of questions. I found the website brilliant uh, and students must be uh, really impressed with it as well, I presume. Yeah, I mean, I hope so because we're just really blessed and really lucky at MedEntry. We have an outstanding team of IT uh, professionals working full time. So that's in IT support and also IT development. Um, And what I'm so excited about is we're actually currently redeveloping everything. So we're redeveloping our website, we're redeveloping our online platform, and we're redeveloping our app. So that's the process that we're currently in, um, using experts from across the world to do this. And it's so exciting because it means that the platform is going to be even more intuitive and personalised and useful for students. So we're really excited about that. Brilliant. I love that. Don't don't stick on your laurels. Keep improving and keep improving. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. We're all about that at MedEntry. Yeah. <laughs> Never stop improving. So there's a few uh, different packages that MedEntry has to offer. And, and maybe you could explain to me what the difference. Obviously, there's an online package, a platinum package and a diamond package. With these packages depend on the student or, or how would you decide which one you'd want? Yeah, well, I mean, we generally recommend the Platinum Package. I think there's a discount if you bring a friend. Um, I think that's sufficient, more than sufficient for most students. The online package is usually if you can't attend a workshop, so it just has the online platform, which again is comprehensive, but ideally we also recommend that you attend a workshop so the Platinum Package has the online plus workshop. And then the Diamond Package has online workshops 
plus tutoring, personalised tutoring. So it's not for everyone. It's not necessary for everyone. But if you do need some extra one-on-one help, then um, that's the diamond package. And you can add on uh, virtual tutoring, which is new this year, um, to any package. So you get set up with a virtual tutor rather than in-person. And also the weekly grinds you can add on as well if, if you need extra help. But for most students, what we find is that the platinum package is more than enough for them um, to do well. It's just if you need extra help, there are extra resources available. Yeah, and the virtual tutoring is a great option for students, particularly those who can't travel or are in a pretty isolated area or something. That's really excellent. Uh, so, Doctor, exactly, I yeah. really appreciate your time. But before you go, I, I students yeah. would kill me if I didn't ask. What tips would you give to students in preparation for the HPAT or, or what what they should do, kind of looking ahead? Yeah, that's a great uh, question. So, I suppose the main thing is, um, if you are asking HPAT in twenty twenty two, I would start preparing now. Now, that doesn't mean you have to start, you know, doing an exam a week or something like that. But we do know that the students who perform most highly do what we call distributed practice over a period of time rather than cramming. So I would certainly, if you're thinking about it um, and you're thinking about, you know, starting up your preparation, don't put it off, just get get straight into it because it certainly does help to develop the skills that you require because it does take time to develop those. Um, And the other major tip I have is that you should simulate the test experience. So ensure that when you're doing your practice exams, most importantly, they must be done under timed conditions. Now, it's really tempting to sit there because they're hard questions and students are so able, people sitting HPAT, I know you're able, and it's really um, frustrating and disappointing to think, oh, I can't get through every single question. I'm not used to doing that, you know. I'm a high-performing student. I want to get everything right. Um, it's important to get there to get uh, that understanding quite early that actually it's not possible to get everything right in HPAT. Even people who get the highest scores ever don't get everything right in HPAT. So I think um, doing them under timed conditions is really, really important. Well, that's brilliant advice. And again, Dr. Anne Dealey from MedEntry, thank you so much for coming on to chat to us on the Leaving Cert Guidance podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.